I'm Dora Vandekamp. I have been on a mission for the last 16 years to discover the world's most powerful beauty secrets. The Biohack Your Beauty podcast is a deep dive into the world of biohacking, lifestyle, wellness, and self-development. Join me in uncovering the mysteries of beauty, anti-aging, and ultimate longevity with the experts, teachers, and guides who are leading the health revolution. And now, on to the show. Hello, Madison. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm fantastic after you singing to me. Um, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for this conversation. Me freaking too. You are to me such a queen of energy and just the mindset that it takes to really create a really solid foundation for applying the law of attraction. So I'm very excited to have you on the podcast. And I feel like you have just taken this concept of you can be, do, or have anything, and you've really embodied it. So tell us a little bit about this idea that you get to want what you want and you get to have what you want. Ooh, I love this question. So I didn't always believe that. I think I think I grew up with my the kind of like belief system in my family was like if you work the hardest, if you're the hardest worker, then you know, you can kind of achieve anything. So there was definitely that mindset, but it wasn't until I went on a journey of healing my relationship with food and getting into intuitive eating that I like realized how powerful we really are and I I went from being the person who like thought I would have thoughts about food in my head for the rest of my life to being the person who like has zero zero worries around food I'm just so like free and intuitive and flowing with food and like that experience of going through that healing and that growth like showed me like well damn we can actually like we can be doing have anything. And it's like, it wasn't like what I was changing with on the outside. It was all internal. It was shifting my identity, my beliefs and my like energy behind my approach to food. And I think through that, that was kind of like my, I don't know, like gateway into personal development and mindset and spirituality and be doing and having. But at the time I didn't even have like the words, those words to put to it. And from there, I just started playing with like, oh, well, what happens if I can intuitively lead myself? Like, what can I be doing have in other areas of my life, like my relationship and business and kind of just un- unfolded from there. That's amazing. I love that. You said something about shifting identity. How do you feel like that plays into manifestation and getting what you want. Like it's one thing to want what you want, but it's another thing to actually receive it. So how do you feel like identity plays into that? Yeah, I think we have this idea that like I'm right here and the manifestation is over there. So we create this like illusion of a gap between where we are and where we want to be. And that gap is 
really, it's like an identity gap. It's who we believe we are. We believe we're the person who's here and we don't believe we're the person who's there. So I think the way identity plays into it is removing that gap and coming into the identity now that who I am in this moment is more than enough to attract everything into my life that I want. And it's like, that was a huge you know, part of me and my business, like in the last six months, I've gone from making $1,000 a month to like still having to become the 10K coach. Got to be that. Got to get there. Got to get there. Got to get there. And it felt like, oh, like, what am I going to get there? So far away, so far away. And the closer I brought it, it to me and the more I stepped into, like, I already am that person. I get to be that person now. It's not acting as if it's being. Who do I want to be right now? I think like a lot of people talk about acting as if and that never really resonated with me it's like we don't have to act to get what we want like we get to just be who we are and that gets to be enough especially when we have the identity and energy backing it believing that it's enough and that it's there is no getting there here is where your power and manifestation lies oh my god that's so good I love that so much and the thing that it makes me think of, I heard this recently when I was in a clubhouse room and this really amazing and eloquent man said, you can only become what you already are and you can't ever become what you aren't. And so I love that because it really is just stepping into who you already are. Right. And like, even if we get super esoteric, we already have everything that we want it's just perhaps in an energetic vortex, if you practice like, you know, Abraham Hicks style of the law of attraction, you could also think of it like time is just a construct. So really there's different layers of dimensions going on. And so, I mean, I think there's so many ways that you can look at it, but really we already have and are and have experienced everything already in some way, right? Like we already are that what we want. Yeah. Yes. 100%. I, my inner voice showed me a vision in this session recently with my coach and I was, it was basically about how to let go of the attachment of like how many clients do I have and how many, how much money have I made? And it was the vision my inner voice showed me was like, okay, my focus is here on the on like what I'm perceiving as my current reality now and there's like almost like a like an attachment and obsession to that and it just keeps like if you keep looking at it you're going to keep looking at it and you're going to keep seeing the same old shit and what my inner voice kind of like redirected me to was like blank space and it, through looking at and being in that blank space it's like it was like um like holograms of like people like clients and money started like coming through into that space and I think the message I received from that was like I think we like like zoom in so much of like this is the way things are and like I want them to change want them to change but this is the way they are want them to change but this is the way they are and then we it like kind of like perpet energetically like perpetuates that reality whereas like if we can shift our energy and focus into into I don't even know if space is the right word but into infinite possibilities into space into the openness into the unknown that when all the things that are already in our vortex can like come to life in our reality yeah. I'm like okay we're really getting esoteric here <laughs> absolutely no it's so true and 
I like it too, that you, you really talked about attachment because I think we think in terms of numbers and we measure everything and that is also such a relative experience because really it's just in our head and we make things mean certain things. Right. But then really we get to decide what anything means. So you can decide that three clients means, you know, ultimate success, or you can decide that three clients means ultimate failure. And really you've decided that you get to decide that. But I think we put external forces we allow external forces to determine that for us. And then we get attached to this, like this idea of something that really is just made up. Whatever that experience is, you can't know until you actually experience it either. Yeah, 100%. I so resonate with that. And like, you know, attachment is such an interesting thing we experience as humans. And I don't think there's anything wrong with attachment. Like we're humans, we're going to have attachment to the things that we want I think like we get to take the pressure off off ourselves from needing to detach because I think there's you know a lot of like I don't know you could call them rules in like the manifestation law of attraction community of like in order to receive you must detach and it's like I don't know but that to me is like classic like formula for a limiting belief you can't x until you y it's like you can't receive until you detach it's like well, I've received plenty of times when I was attached and plenty of times when I, when I was detached. So it's like, what actually is it? Do we have to detach? And it's like, you know, it's kind of like surrendering the need to surrender, detaching from need to, from needing to detach. And there's no like right way. We don't have to be different than where we are and who we are in this moment. Like, who we are in this moment, how we feel in this moment, like gets to be enough and we get to be like magnetic, whether I I wrote this on Instagram, I think it was today, whether we feel like a happy fairy or whether we feel like shit, like what if we get to be open and receive no matter like what the emotional like waves are saying, no matter what our brains conditions from the past are making the current reality mean, we get to like kind of almost like go beyond those meanings it's not it's not like burying stuff underneath the surface but it's looking at it with awareness like okay brain like I see you're doing some crazy shit like I don't have to believe you like you don't have to let the thoughts going through your brain the sentences going through your brain and the sensations going through your body dictate who you are and what you get to have my god so true and I I think two things the first thing is that when you detach from everything life is not very fun (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like that's kind that's of so true oh my gosh if you were so detached you like, don't get to have fun doing anything you really oh just gosh. it's boring af like it's not fun it's the same with wow. relationships yeah you know I, I think a little juiciness in a relationship sometimes a little tinge of a little possessiveness here and there <laughs> that makes it fun it's so much more fun to have that like dynamic that kind of push and pull and I feel like we need that in our lives like we get to be human that's why we're here right all the non-physical beings up there they're like super jelly that we get to be down here being in our full bodies and and yeah getting the full range of emotions and I think I had some really crappy relationships and some really crappy experiences but 
I also feel like that pendulum has to swing one way in order for it to swing all the way to the other side. Like you get Mm -hmm. to experience the really shitty stuff. So you can experience the juiciest, yummiest, delicious stuff that life has to offer, but you gotta, it's like the contrast brings you the clarity, right? Yeah, 100%. It's like, I feel like my capacity to like hold high emotions and low emotions, like used to just be like so much, um, I don't know if smaller is the right, right word. And it, it feels like the roller coaster has gotten bigger and the highs get higher, but the like, and the lows are also getting like sometimes lower with it. And it's like a, an expanding kind of on both ends. And it's like, we can't, when we're running from the quote negative emotions, we're also closing ourselves off to their polar opposite because it's, you know, the other side of the same coin. And it's just like, we get to be open to it all, all experiences, all of the possibilities. And we don't have to only like be high vibe and on like riding the like highs of the wave all the time, even though my, even though I really want to, I'm like, I really just want to be good all the time. I didn't have to feel like a mess. No, I love, I love, I love that so much. I I actually heard this interview the other day and and the, um, the guest was talking about Harry Potter and he was saying like, you know, Harry Potter and Hermione and Ron, like I'm, I'm like super Harry Potter geek. So, but he was saying that, that the three of them, they weren't all good either. They broke the rules when it mattered, you know, like they weren't the bad kids, but they also weren't the good kids. They had to use their intuition to constantly navigate. When was it time to break the rules? And that's how they defeated evil, basically, right? That's how they saved the world, basically, was they followed their intuition. And when it mattered, they led themselves. Like they said, you know what, even though the rules say this, we have to do what is right. And so to them, that meant A, B, and C. And I feel like that's something that you teach too, is like leading yourself and learning how you can lead yourself. So when we talk about leading ourselves, like what does it mean to lead yourself? Yeah. So I'll talk about what I think it's not first. Cause like, this is how I originally learned this over the last few months and kind of like lived this out in my experience. So I noticed that I was in this like waiting limbo energy in like different areas of my life. I was waiting on a client to pay me before I was investing in this program that I wanted to invest in. And then I also noticed because I was in limbo waiting energy like that in in different areas of my life, there were other things in my life that were also like in like waiting limbo energy. Like I, at the time, my like dishwasher was broken. The ice maker was broken. The maintenance people at my apartment almost always came like the next day and it had been like weeks and nobody had come to fix it. I'm like, Hmm, this is very interesting. My reality is like reflecting back to me, this like limbo, like waiting energy, like what would happen if I decided to stop waiting and just be who I want to be and live how I want to live now and do what I want to do now instead of waiting on xyz to happen and so that's kind of what the opposite of leading is it's like being in that limbo waiting energy so it could be like I said waiting on a client to pay you before investing in yourself waiting to lose 
uh, 20 pounds before you'll put on a bathing suit or go buy yourself a new outfit, waiting until you're more confident to go on a date, waiting, 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 and waiting until blah, 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 blah. And then what does that create in your life? It's like more waiting and then you're like, why is nothing happening? Well, because <laughs> we're here sitting around waiting. So we have to like take back our, our power and our, our leadership. Like we're co-creators with the universe. Like when we lead the universe and our reality will respond. So it's like, who do you want to be? How can you lead yourself today? How can you lead with your intuition today? How can you lead from a place of joy today? I think that's really what it, comes down to in terms of leading is letting your intuition guide you and letting the things that light you up um guide you and it's it's like crazy how fast this like if you just can think of anywhere in your life where you're in waiting energy and you can ask yourself how can I step into leading energy about this and you go do that thing or feel that shift internally it's insane how fast like things on the outside um shift so that's kind of how I see like leading, leading ourselves. We get to lead with our desires, with our intuition, with our joy, rather than waiting on something outside of us to give us the green light. And leading doesn't always mean like, okay, like now I have to go take an action. It's really first an internal shift of putting yourself back into a place of your of power, empowerment, I'm the creator. I get to decide what I want. I get to decide what I have. And so knowing that, who do I want to be and what do I want to do in this moment right now? That's so beautiful. I know you said intuitive eating was kind of one way that you started really listening to your intuition, but there might be some listeners out there who are like, well, how do I know what my intuition is telling me? Like, how do I know if this is the right thing to either take action on or the right direction? to go in, like, what would you say would be a way for them to be able to tune into their intuition? Yeah, so there's a lot of different ways. And I think it's just like playing with it, figuring out like what works for you. Like for me, meditation um, really helps anything that creates space and like slowing down like that. Um, Tapping, doing inner voice sessions which are kind of like long like meditation breathwork sessions where you speak directly to your inner voice and I think it's connecting with what it feels like in your body when you do have a solid knowing so for me that feel it feels light it feels expansive it feels like this like knowing and or idea or whatever it is like just like poofed into my awareness it's like oh, well where where did that come from it feels very like very fluid very open very expansive very light very calm very grounded whereas when it's my mind or my ego like coming through it's usually very frantic it's very urgent it's like you need to do this thing now or else <laughs> this will happen yeah and so for me that's kind of energetically how I feel the difference and it's just about like playing with your intuition practicing it and the more you like hear an intuitive nudge, act on it. And then you realize like, well, damn, that turned out better than I could have expected. You build more trust and you build more trust and you kind of like get to that place where you can receive the nudge, act on the nudge, receive the nudge, act on the nudge instead of the six years of overthinking and questioning and doubting in between. It's like that starts to become eliminated the more you practice and you get just get to 
receive the nudge, act on the nudge, receive the nudge, act on the nudge. And obviously it's not always um, that perfect, but it's like a fluidity. And I think one one way, like if for everyone listening, you can try this right now at home, like grab an object around you. Like I have a cup beside me, my phone, my computer, a pen, whatever it is, just grab something around you and look at it and ask yourself, if my intuition could speak to me through this object, what would it say? If this, like, um, if this uh, object, like, had an intuitive message for me, like, what would it say? And it, it sounds really silly and weird, but when I pick up my, like, cup of water, what I think is, like, oh, flow, and I'm safe, I get to be held, I, I can flow inside um, the, the safe container of energy that I've created for myself, and I, I get to flow, I get to move, it gets to be fluid. So like, you can, that's a message from my intuition, like you can just, it can be that simple. And I think we're oftentimes looking for some, like big revolutionary message, and it it doesn't have to be a big, (laughs) a big like download, it can be really um, simple. And it feels, it feels different when it's like coming from your intuition. I love it. I love it. I, it's funny that you talked about this object thing because I do this all all the time. And I think part of it is that when we're kids, everything talks, all Mm. the inanimate things talk, you know, like books and on, you know, television and stuff. Um, but one thing that I do currently is there's this beautiful tree and it looks like a storybook tree. It's on the path where I walk my dogs every day. And it has this like giant, like bulbous bottom, you know, like those big storybook trees where I don't know, elves live inside or something. And I always, every time I probably look a little weird, but I hug that tree on the walk every single time. And I ask the tree, like, what wisdom do you have for me today? And I feel like that tree is such a channel for me because the tree has been there for a long time. It's very wise. And I really believe that nature is very much alive. So technically it it may not be as inanimate as a cup or a pen, but I do feel that the energy from that tree is always very calming. And the words that I receive from that tree are always so spot on. Like they're always so good. Right. And I think that that's part of it is the allowing without overthinking it. Because I think Mm -hmm. that in the beginning, when you're learning to listen to your intuition, you are very skeptical. You're kind of like, really? I don't know. That doesn't sound realistic. Or is that really, is it, it's probably just my mind or I'm imagining it. So I think it's almost the, the practicing of being open to whatever it is that this, you know, either your inner voice, your intuition is telling you, and then just following through, even if it's weird, even if it doesn't make sense, just doing it so that you can start experiencing that it's normal to follow nudges that like, even don't even make sense at all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like, I think that's a huge part of it. It's one thing to like, listen and and here but it's another thing to like act and embody on what you're receiving that what will strengthen your ability to hear your intuition and strengthen your trust in it as well like in December in my first inner voice session ever my inner voice told me that I would quit my corporate job and move in February and at the time I was like not 
at a place where I thought I was gonna like quit my corporate job I'm like okay that makes no sense sure hun (laughs) yeah I'm like okay sure like that was like that inner voice session like that was fun but like that was crazy shit like I don't know and lo and behold February I quit my corporate like February 5th was and we ended up making plans to move in February which I had no idea we were moving for this we hadn't talked about it and yeah that's when we like ended up making plans to go on our like nomad um travel journey and we had like I mean it's been such a beautiful experience traveling all over the place and since quitting my corporate job like my business has just like skyrocketed and so like listening to those two like really big nudges and receiving confirmation that like oh well wow it turned out way better than I my mind than my mind could have possibly imagined it it builds so much trust and I'm I'm kind of at the place now where of course my mind wants to like be part of what's going on but I'm like whatever you say in her voice like I that might not make any sense but whatever whatever you say whatever you say yes for me my my inner voice told me to do this was actually around December of last year and it was like do 21 days of manifestation on YouTube and I gotta tell you it was really fun but I had it was so hard I was like why have I done this? This is the worst idea ever. Like F you in her voice. It was so, it was so stressful, you know, and going live when I hadn't been going live at all. And then all of a sudden doing it every single day for 21 days. But I think that's the other thing is that your inner voice isn't always going to tell you stuff that makes you comfortable or that Mm -hmm. feels yay celebration. Like it's going to help you grow and expand and like, I got to tell you, I grew exponentially during that time. I got so much clarity. I cried a lot, you know, but I also feel like that's the job of our intuition. It's not always to go this path that is easy and comfortable. It's, it's really to help us expand into who we are meant to be during this time on this planet that we're here. And um, yeah, sometimes you're going to have some, you know, crazy vulnerability hangovers and some challenging days but I think that you've got to like step into that because I I believe it's part of the it's part of the human experience what we were talking about it's that contrast that makes everything Mm -hmm. so juicy yeah 100 percent. it's like it's so easy to fantasize about the day we're never gonna feel like we're (laughs) never gonna have another negative emotion like oh oh, wouldn't it be so nice if I just felt like I vibe and like positive all the time and it's like that's not life no. like and it's like about embracing embracing it all and I found that like through embracing it all and allowing it all and actually like feeling my emotions which was literally not something I started doing until this last year it expands your capacity to receive because your willingness and capacity to feel the full range of emotions is like directly proportionate and correlated to your capacity to receive and it's like if you're willing and open to feel rejection to feel disappointment to feel like um, discouraged then you're going to put yourself in front of the opportunities and listen to the intuitive nudges that also have the infinite potential 
to create the like excitement and fulfillment and like joyous emotions too. Yeah, totally. When you mentioned receiving, I feel like that's such a calculus equation for like all of us, which is like, okay, but like, how do we, (laughs) how do we receive? So what do you feel are some of the ways that, because this is something I've watched you really receiving in the last few months, especially, and being really open to receiving more. So what do you feel like has been a catalyst for you? And then how do you think that that receiving actually works? Yeah. So I think the catalyst was just deciding, like, I wanted to be more open to receive and playing I call it playing for a reason because it's it's playful it's soft it's it's flowy playing with possibilities like ooh, what if this happens what if that happens just letting yourself make your um, goals and manifestations like a playful process and staying really really open so I had um, an experience where Trevor and I were in uh, Washington DC because we're like moving there looking at apartments and we hadn't found anything um, we liked yet. And well, actually that's a separate story. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> okay, I could tell that one too, but okay. The first story I want to tell. So we're, we were in uh, DC looking at apartments and we were going to dinner, it was Saturday night and we were waiting um, to go to dinner. And we were looking around trying to find a place to go and everywhere had like a two hour wait and we would go here and they'd be like, oh, two hours. And we went there and they're like, oh, two hours. I'm like, damn it, I'm getting so hungry. So like my hunger started quickly turning into me being a hangry bitch. And I'm like taking it out on Trevor. Like, oh my God, like I'm so hungry. Like I can't even think straight. Like we should just go home. Like I can't deal with this. And I'm, I'm so hungry. I can't even think straight. He was like, okay, like, should I order an Uber? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like, fuck it we, we got to go home like I, I can't do it and so he orders an uber and then I'm like sitting there like feeling bad about what just happened I'm like I just decided to end our exciting night that we had planned because I'm like not willing to like tolerate the moment and so I was like is this really how I want the night to go and I was and it, is this really who I want to be right now the person who's just like I can't think like I need to go home and I was like no I do not want to be that person and I told him I just like decided in that moment it was like boom decision full-on energetic shift I told him cancel the Uber we're going to get a drink and my, I'm not even hungry at all I'm actually full I'm so thirsty we need to go <laughs> get a drink I'm so open to finding the perfect spot to get a drink I'm so open to it taking two hours to wait for dinner I'm so open to finding the perfect place to eat I'm so open to finding a perfect place to grab a drink I'm so I'm like open to whatever and so Trevor gets on his phone he goes on Yelp and he starts like scrolling looking for a place to go and I'm like I'm like no you you don't understand what I'm saying like usually I'm all, we're all about Yelp, like trying to find like the right place, the, the whole vibe, the ratings, the whole thing. And I'm like, no, like I'm actually so open. We don't need Yelp. Like let's start walking and see what happens. I'm so open. So he's like, okay, whatever you say. So he puts his phone down we start walking and I'm like, that place looks cool. Let's go in there. First place I see. We walk in, it's like this super cool restaurant. We order, um, a drink we got seated at a table immediately and then we look at the menu the food looks really good so we order food we have drinks and food within 10 minutes 
And I was like, oh my God, what a great night. We had this such a beautiful time. And it was like, I, it was, so it was a decision to open and shift the energy. And then I was like, that already in and of itself was worth the openness and shift in energy, right? Like that was definitely a huge moment of receiving. And then the next day I was checking my email and I had this woman, like probably a month before tell me she was going to coach with me. I sent her the payment link. And then she was like, oh, actually my company is giving me an executive coach for free. Like I'm going to test him out. I'll come back to you. If it doesn't work out, I'm not going to do your coaching anymore. So I had let that go. And she emailed me. Um, and I got the email that next morning after this whole dinner experience and said, like, I can't stop thinking about you. Like what I think what you have to offer something, something is exactly what I need and not what this executive coach has to offer. Like I'm ready. Sign me up. Like, can I, can I pay you now? Can I sign up now? And I looked at the time of the email and it was like at 8 PM the night before, which I'm, you know, doing my calculus math equation. I'm thinking it was right around the time where I had made that decision to be really open to possibility. So that's like an energy I like to play with and tap into now. And I actually wrote down a prayer the other day. I'll read you guys so you can like feel into it and listen to it as I'm saying it and, and see if you can bring that energy um, up in your body of just like, I'm open to all possibilities. I'm open to receive. So here it is. Universe, I'm open and ready to receive. I'm open to all possibilities. I'm open and willing to be guided to my next step. Allow me to see and release, receive, allow me to see and receive the unlimited inspiration all around me. I'm ready and open for my next step to come to me in the most easy, flowy, inspired way. It is done. And that is kind of just the, the energy of openness. And for me, that's really been a huge uh, shift in my energy and receiving. And I think the other really big shift is deciding that you get to receive. I can receive in any way, any day, any time, any place, any way, in any mood. You don't have to be high five. It doesn't have to be on a weekday. It doesn't have to be in this way or that way or through this person or that person or you don't have to do this or this or this. Like what if you get to receive just because it's who you are? And I think it's deciding that you are an open channel to receive no matter if you're in a shit mood and your brain is telling you that you're not going to manifest anything or you're in a great mood and your brain is telling you you're going to manifest everything I think it's knowing you get to receive no matter what it's so good it's so good because so many of us and me included in the beginning I mean I learned about the law of attraction like over 10 years ago way over 10 years ago and in the beginning it was like don't think any bad thoughts mm. no bad thoughts don't have any bad days you know because you're like afraid that your house is going to burn down or something yeah. you know what have yeah. I done right so I would be laying in bed thinking like that I was like someone when Trevor was out of town I would like lay in bed like oh my god like a robber's gonna come and then I'd be like oh my god because I'm thinking a robber's gonna come a robber's definitely gonna come and I'm attracting the robber yes! right now and it's like oh, okay no it's so true and I think that it's because we also want things to well we want to control things but we also want things to be simple like subconsciously that makes sense right you think yeah. something Okay. Now you're going to attract it. Okay. So now if I'm thinking this, then I'm going to attract this. This is so important to talk about 
because, and you mentioned this too, like there's also something bigger at play, right? So there's our belief systems, the subconscious belief systems. And then you mentioned the universe too. So like, how does the universe, and I think we all may have different experiences with what that means, but what does that mean for you? How does the universe play into this for you? Hmm. I feel like the universe and source and God and my intuition and my inner voice are all the same thing. So I can receive from within my own body, my intuition. I can receive looking at this cup, my intuition through my experiences in life. Like, so to me, it's all, it's all my intuition. It's all the universe It's all the same source energy. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that source energy, the universe, is that somehow caring for you, or is that really just um, being kind of influenced by you? Do you feel like there is some some kind of extension of um, energy? that is perhaps looking out for you in some way, or do you feel like that's really solely the, the, you know, I guess we would say it like our soul experience. Yeah. I think it's all happening in all directions at all times. Like there's the energy is looking out for us. And we're also like flowing energy into that. energy. so it's like almost like it's all like, it all is kind of, the same thing. I feel like I'm not making any sense right now. I mean, first of all, I feel like these kinds of discussions too, like they, yeah, I think they can't really make sense. Right. Because we're, we can't Mm -hmm. even comprehend on like a human level, what that even means. And actually Michaela J says this, like, she's like, you know, it doesn't have to make sense because the kind of life I want to create doesn't make sense. I want billions of dollars to like land on my doorstep. That doesn't make sense. So why would I try to make it all make sense? Right. And I feel like it's the same with spirit and source because for me too, like I have this really strong connections with, with angels and that doesn't really make sense to me either, but I allow it to not make sense because I trust Mm. it. And I know that the things that happen to me are a direct result. There's like a connection between what I talk to my angels about and what occurs in my life. So I choose, I guess, to trust that, right? Like it's a decision I make. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And what kind of like came through as you said, that was like, it's like this energy, this, the universe is supporting us but it also is us. We are it. Yes. And we think we're it's that source and I'm here and it's like, no, it's, it's the same. And I, I love what you said about like, it doesn't have to make sense. It's like, I don't want all my life to make sense. That's why I couldn't be an actuary anymore. <laughs> I hate it making sense of everything and yeah. making everything a math equation. Like life is not a math equation. It's, it's literally miraculous. Like it cannot be made sense of like, can we just release the fucking to understand everything? That's really just our minds wanting to feel safety and certainty and control. And it's like, we don't need something outside of us to give that feeling. Those feelings are available 
to us now, whether our mind can make sense of it or not. Absolutely. And I I love it because I think that there's something really powerful about allowing you, it's kind of like, um, just the, the personal experience that we all have, you get to take the stuff that makes sense to you and that you want to make sense. And then you get to choose the stuff that doesn't make sense. And then you get to create your delicious potion cocktail that works for you. Right. And so I feel like that is, that's how you take your beliefs and use them to your advantage because we're humans. Right. And we have these beliefs and we're working with the laws of earth. Like we're working with three D rules. And so we'll, we get to basically say like, okay, these are the rules that I take. And these are the rules that I break. And then you get to allow that to work for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your, uh, upcoming program. I know you are, you've created a program. You are launching this amazing program called ritual queen. Talk a little bit about ritual and then a little bit about your program. Yeah, thank you. I feel like so excited to have the space to share this. So thank you for creating it for me. Um, so I have been into, since I kind of went on my spiritual journey, I've really gotten into like meditation, hypnosis, visualization, tapping, also known as emotional freedom technique. And I've just found that these tools for me as, as someone who really used to be an overthinker and was like always in my head, these tools and practices like really helped me get out of my head and like into my body and kind of like dissociate from the old patterns and stories in my mind and really connect with my like intuition and inner truth and it's like through these what I call rituals we can get out of the head and into the body and into that place of like inner stillness and in that place of inner stillness is where like spontaneous feelings of joy and peace and groundedness like naturally well up because that's who you are that's your natural state and it's also where the place where like spontaneous like wisdom and intuitive nudges gets to come through is by um kind of like letting go of the mental chatter and going into the now present experience of being in the body and being with the now experience so that's kind of what like got me into the rituals like they they just were so powerful for me and my energy and I used to have like chronic anxiety and now I really just don't have anxiety hardly at all or or if I do I I actually do still experience it but it's just like okay well there's that racing hard like okay like how can I be with it breathe with it breathe with it and I know it doesn't mean anything about me or what I get to have or that it's going to last forever it's just like a sensation in my body and I can be with it a lot more neutrally. So I want, I had started this Google Doc on my computer of all these rituals from all over the internet. I'm like, ooh, I like that one. I like that one. I put it all in this Google Doc and I had have been wanting for the last year, like I wish I had a library of rituals because this Google Doc is, you know, not the vibe. Like I want a real like place on home for rituals where I can just go and I know they're going to be good I don't have to scroll on YouTube forever like I just know they're going to be good and I I had always thought about creating that and I just sat with the intuitive idea for so long and recently I 
had a friend recommend this online Pilates membership to me and I checked it out and signed up for a free seven-day trial and I'm like this is amazing like look at all I just did this free trial I get to test out all these Pilates videos and they're amazing so obviously I'm going to continue and then I was like oh my gosh this is ritual queen like this is the now this is the moment like I've literally goosebumps I'm like oh my gosh I'm meant to act on this now so like straight away started like gathering every ritual I had ever created started creating some new ones put them all into a program it's also 222 right now um put them all into a program called ritual queen and speech to library of on-demand rituals and my dream for it is that it becomes like the spotify but instead of for music for rituals just like a hub where people can go feel like so good and just like really detox their mind and energy of what's holding them back and connect with their intuition and higher self so yeah it's there's a free seven day trial so for anyone who wants to go play with it go play it's free if you want to continue you can continue if you don't then you don't yay I'm so excited I'll I'll make sure to add the link for anybody who's interested in checking it out. Yes. So I would love to ask you two questions and this is the, um, these are the questions I I like to ask every guest. So the first question is what is your definition of beauty? Ooh, um, my definition of beauty is honestly just like being who you are in this moment like when you allow yourself to be like present and ground into the now moment I think you just like glow and are magnetic on a different level and I think like we're all inherently beautiful and we're all inherently magnetic and it's just being who we are that makes us beautiful and magnetic I love it I love it so much so beautiful And the second question is, what is your favorite inner or outer beauty tip for our listeners? Ooh, my favorite inner or outer beauty tip. Hmm. I don't know, like came to me, it's just like, go do what makes you happy. That's amazing. Just go live, go be, go, go be, go do what makes you happy. Follow, follow your joy. And there's a reason I think this just connected with me of like, follow what lights you up, like, because it actually lights you up from the inside out. Yep. That inner glow. Yes. Yay. I love it so much. Well, you have that inner glow. So, and it's probably partly because you are doing what makes you happy, which is amazing. Um, Where can people find you? I'm Magnetically You on Instagram, my website, my podcast is called Magnetically You. And I have a Facebook, a new Facebook community called the Magnetically You community. Yay. Amazing. I will make sure to link everything down below. Thank you for being on the podcast today. Thank you so much. I I loved it. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please leave a review. It helps others find this podcast. We are in such a time of 
uncertainty and it is more important than ever for us to care for our bodies and our minds and our emotional well-being. The content I share here and on my Instagram are intended to help empower you to feel confident in your well-being. So please share this episode if you know someone who will love it too. The Biohack Your Beauty blog and store is almost finished. Stay tuned for updates about that and follow me on Instagram at Dora Van Camp and let me know what topics you would like to hear about on the podcast. Wishing you a beautiful week. Till next time. Love you.